Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Deliver Yourself from Evil. This may be out by the time you hear the replay. This is over 200 pages of teaching on self-deliverance, but the biggest part of it for most of you is going to be the model prayers, A to Z. They're alphabetized just for you. You can find just about anything that you're suffering with in this book, but you can also find out how to stay free once you get free. There's so much there for you. Get your pre-order bonuses. (laughs) That offer is about to expire, so make sure you do that. Send in your receipt through jenniferleclair.org slash self-deliverance, your A to Z guide to getting free. Every demon I could think of, I've named. Amen. And if there's others I haven't named, guess what? You've got the model prayer. God is so good all the time. Listen, we're going to read today from Victor uh, from Mornings with the Holy Spirit. But before that, I want to remind you that I am here in South Florida, guys, preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. I'm there on Sundays. Listen, Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. I'm sharing three different messages. Guys, if you're in South Florida, you're missing out. Don't let that lukewarm spirit keep you in a dead, dumb church. I said, don't let that lukewarm spirit cause you to feel like you can get full on a 20-minute sermonette. Listen, we've got people sitting with us all day long at AHOP, and they are growing by leaps and bounds. I'm telling you the truth. Get on over there on Sundays, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 4 p.m. These are three different messages. You can watch online at ahop.online, ahop.online if you're not in the region or if you're just uh, you know traveling, whatever you're doing. You can also become a web church member. Go deeper with me. Access more of my teachings, more of my wisdom, more of, you know, whatever God's put on my life. I want to impart it to you about the virtual life group, virtual prayer line, virtual healing rooms and prophecy rooms, virtual pastoral advice. You get bumped up to the top of the list for in-person deliverance. I said in-person deliverance. It's virtual. My archives are there. Teaching archives. It's powerful. Go over there to ahop.online slash webchurch and become official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. We're finishing up a series now called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. Last week, I talked about the strong delusion. This week, I'll be talking about uh, the great falling away, how you can escape that. There will be a great falling away, and it's already underway. Don't think for a moment that you can't be deceived because any of us can be. Third service is School of the Spirit. You can find it School is either School of Prophecy, School of Prayer, School of Deliverance, School of the Seers. Come on, Seers, you need to get equipped. School of Spiritual Warfare. It's all over there at schoolofthespirit.tv. Today we're going to read from, Vic- from uh, not Victory Decrees, Mornings with the Holy Spirit. And today's devotional is titled, Trust Means Not Having All the Answers. Trust means not having all the answers. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Trusting me means not having all the answers. I know you like to have everything figured out ahead of time, but it's not always necessary or even profitable for you to have all the answers up front. Having all the answers doesn't require trust. And the Lord says many things are going on behind the scenes that you 
don't see. Seeing those things would only distract your heart. I will lead you forth by peace. You will recognize my peace because it's spiritual, not soulish, and it's perfect, says the Lord. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. You will be led forth by peace in your spirit. You might not have peace in your soul, but you can have peace in your spirit. That's why you need to be led forth by your spirit under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, not your unrenewed mind, which is suspect and uh, to uh, which is susceptible rather to uh, fear and 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 uh, and doubt and unbelief. Your spirit is not susceptible to those things. Your soul is. So we have to be led by not our soul, not our emotions, not our fears, not our pain, but the Holy Spirit. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy at jenniferleclair.org or wherever you find books online. Now here are here's the prayer starter. We're going to launch off now. I like to have all the answers. I like to see the whole picture, but I choose to trust you the one who has all the answers and sees the whole picture. Help me overcome my worries, my doubts, and my fears, and trust you with all that I am. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we praise you because you are a good, good father. There's nobody like you, nobody who holds a candle to you. You are perfect in all of your ways. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect in all of your ways. Father, sometimes we don't understand your ways, but we can understand and by faith know that your ways are perfect. Your ways are good. Your ways are kind. Your ways are incorruptible and your word never fails. So, Father, thank you that you are a God whose ways are perfect. You never make a mistake. You have our best interest at heart. (laughs) You have our future and hope in mind, even when we can't see through the pain, even when we can't see through the drama, even when we can't see through the lens of the past, your future and hope that you've planned for us, it's there, it's intact because you are so good. You preserve our future. You preserve our hope. Even when we're hopeless, you are full of hope because you see our end from our beginning. And you know, it's going to be all right. You know, it's going to work out fine. You know, because you're the one behind the scenes working it all together for our good. You're the one behind the scenes taking what the enemy meant for harm and turning it for our good. You're the one that's working even now on the biggest problems we could ever face. You've got it all figured out. You're working it out. You're working it out. You're working it out. So we praise you today because you're the God who works it out. (laughs) You're not the God who leaves us alone to figure it out on our own. You're the God who works it out for us and asks us just to trust you, just to lean into you and not to our own understanding, not to our own past experience, not to our own worries, our fears. We're not leaning in that direction anymore. I see that, Lord. I saw a picture of a ladder. I saw vision of a ladder and it was leaned against the wrong wall. I saw a picture of a ladder and it was leaning against the wrong wall. In other words, we're climbing some of us in the wrong direction, climbing in our own strength, climbing, striving, pressing toward the wrong goal 
trying so hard to, to get somewhere without asking God where he wants us to go. Some of us have fallen into the trap called striving. And it's not just in ministry. It's not just in business. It's with our problems, striving to figure out the problem, striving to come up with the strategy, striving to overcome whatever's overcoming us, but leaving God out of the mix. We've got to lean our ladder against Jesus. We've got to lean our ladder against Jesus. We've got to lean our ladder against Jesus. We've got to ascend to a place where we can hear his voice. We've got to ascend to the holy hill. We've got to ascend to a place in him where we can see what he's trying to show us. Would you help us today, Lord, to stop leaning our ladder against the wrong wall, the wall of self-will, the wall of self-accomplishment. Help us, Lord, to stop leaning our ladder against the wall called striving the law the wall called i can do this myself the wall called i can't wait on god to move any longer the wall called this and the wall called that lord we don't want to lean our ladders against the wrong wall and wear ourselves out climbing to some place that we don't even really want to go we're just not content with sitting still. We're not content with waiting on you to move. We're not content on, on, on just resting in your presence. We're just not content sometimes. The enemy stirs us up. The enemy sets us up to get us upset. And we no longer want to continue to fall for that ploy. It's a ploy. It's a ploy of the enemy to try to get us to move now ahead of God, to try to get us to, 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 to press in now to something God hasn't given us, to try to get us to war and fight by the flesh instead of by the spirit, to get us to blame people for our problems instead of seeing that we need to change. It's a plot. It's a ploy. It's a plan of the wicked one, and it has been exposed. No longer will we be tempted to run ahead of God. No longer will we will be we will we, be tempted to stand and, 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 and wait when God has told us to go. No longer will we be tempted, but we're going to resist every temptation that the enemy brings our way to lean our ladder against the wrong wall, to climb up in a way that God has not ordained, to try to promote ourselves, to try to save ourselves, to try to heal ourselves, to try to get ourselves out of our own messes that we made ourselves. Help us, Lord, to get our mind off ourselves and our own ways and our own wants and our own feelings and our own fears and to get our mind on you. You promised in your word that if we look at you, you'll keep us in perfect peace. If we rest in you, we'll have a supernatural rest, a supernatural peace that passes all understanding. Lord, we don't need to understand everything. We don't need to know it all. We just need to know the one who knows, and you are that God, the omniscient God, the all-knowing God. And Lord, help us, give us an unction to pray. So many people want to prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. And that's wonderful, prophesy. But Lord, we want an unction to pray because we know prophecy is going to fade away. But prayers never die. Prayers are deathless. Prayers are going on and on and on until they're accomplished and answered. They will complete the work that God has given us. It's through the prayer the prayers of the saints. So Father, we lift up our voice today and we cry out in prayer to you. 
We lift up our voices today and we cry out in prayer to you. Help us, God. Holy helper, help us, God. Holy helper, help us, God. Holy helper, help us, God. To put our ladder against the right wall. To put our ladder on Jesus. Help us, Lord, to see through the right lens. Help us, Lord, to pray without ceasing. Help us, Lord, to understand once and for all that everything happens through the prayer of faith, praying in faith, believing prayer. Help us, Lord, to pray without ceasing. Help us, Lord, to keep lifting up our petitions until we see the answer. Never to give up, never to stop, never to quit. But knowing that at the right time, at the Kairos moment, that you will bring the answer. Knowing that our prayers unleash a war in the heavens, but the principalities and powers cannot hold back the answer forever. So we're going to continue to fuel the enemy. And we're going to continue rather to fuel the angel army to work against the enemy by our prayers. We're going to continue to fuel the angelic hosts who hearken to the voice of God's word, who use our prayers and petitions. And, and Jesus, we're going to keep on doing things your way. We've tried to do it our way. <clears throat> We've tried to do it our way. We've tried to do it our way. We've tried to climb up in our own strength. We've tried to run the race on our own, on our own, on our own. But now we're going to step into the better way. We're going to make prayer our life. We're not just going to have a prayer life. We're going to make prayer our life. We're not just going to have a prayer life. We're going to make prayer our life. We're not just going to have a prayer life. We're going to make prayer our life. I need somebody to get this. I'm not going to stop saying it until you get it. We're not just going to have a prayer life. We're going to make prayer our life. There's a revelation here for somebody. If you've got spiritual ears, you're going to hear it. We are not just going to have a prayer life. We will make prayer our life. And when we do, when we cross that threshold where prayer becomes a afterthought, where prayer becomes a last resort, where prayer becomes, oh, if I have time, when we cross that line, when we cross that line, when we get that revelation, when we find the understanding that when we have a life of prayer instead of just a prayer life, we will see breakthrough. We will see uh, overwhelming victory. We will see triumph. We will see soul saved. We will see bodies healed. We will see people delivered. We will see the crooked places made straight. We will see the wrong things made right. We will see vindication. We will see restoration. We will see reconciliation. Help us, Lord, to see how powerful prayer is so that we will make prayer our life. We will live to pray. We will sit and, and dance and shout and bow and lay on our faces, whatever we have to do to stay in your presence, to lift up our voice with a, with a, with a, with a faith, with a, with a determination, with a, with a, with a holy indignation against the demon powers that have come against us. Help us Lord to see how pivotal is prayer. Nothing happens without prayer. Nothing happens without lifting the petitions. Nothing happens without making the supplications. Nothing happens without the decree, the declaration, the proclamation. Nothing happens until we release the sound of our voice in dependence on the one true living God who has the ability to do anything. 
We thank you, Lord, that if we pray anything according to your will, you hear us. And we know that if you hear us, that we will have an answer, even if the answer is not yet, even if the answer is wait a little longer, even if the answer is this is not the right thing for you, you will answer us. You've not turned a deaf ear to our heart's cry. You know what we're asking for before we even ask it. You know what we need before we even know we need it. You are the omniscient God and you are so good. You are so good. So help us today, God, to lean our ladder against Jesus, to climb higher in him, to go deeper in him, to walk with him in your spirit, by your grace. Help us to keep seeking your face, not just your hand. Help us, Lord, to be a people who just... It's just they're so just so on fire for you that the enemy's fire doesn't compare to the fire of God that emanates through us, that keeps us going, pressing, pushing in prayer and in intercession, in warfare, taking enemy ground, taking back what the devil stole, taking new ground, new land for your kingdom, occupying until you come. God, it's not just about us. It's about the souls that are dying and going to hell every single day. Two people die every minute. And most of them are going to hell. Help us get to the place where it's not just all about us. Make us selfless like Christ was selfless. Help us to see that it's not just about our blessing. It's not just about our benefits. It's not just about our salvation. It's not just about our promotion. It's not just about us. It's about all the people on the earth who don't know you and they need to know you. We want them to know you. We want them to know the God that we serve. You are worth knowing. So we're not going to keep you to ourselves. We're not going to keep you bottled up. We're not going to keep you hidden on a shelf in our house, but we're going to proclaim your name in the nations. We're going to cry aloud in prayer. We're going to pray without ceasing for the souls that are going to hell. Even now, while I'm praying this prayer, people are dying and entering into an eternity that is fiery hot. So, Father, thank you that you grow us up. Thank you that you mature our hearts. Thank you that you teach us to pray. Thank you that you help us to see and through an eternal lens, to God grab hold of an eternal perspective. This world is not our home. We are here on a mission to fulfill the Great Commission. We are here to do the work and the will of the Father. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of God. He said, I don't care. I don't need any food right now. My meat is to do the will of God. God. I am one to do the will of God. So Lord, make us willing in the day of your power. Make us willing to do your will. Make us willing to do what you tell us to do. Help us, Lord, not to shirk our responsibilities, to be the salt, to be the light, to stand in the gap, to make up the hedge, to stand on top of the mountain, to proclaim from the rooftops, whatever it is you put in our hearts, God, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need your help, Lord. Help us not to get distracted by the Spirit of the world, by the entertainment, by the sports industry, and all these things competing for our attention. So many things competing for our attention. So many things distracting us from your heart. It's not worth it. None of these things will be there in eternity. It won't be there. Fox News won't be there. The NFL won't be there. <laughs> Jesus. Some of them gospel singers ain't going to be there either. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to stand for what you stand for, to love what you love and to hate what you hate for real, to be real Christians, not just nominal Christians. We don't want to walk around, you know, Christians in name only. 
Christians when it's convenient, Christians when we need something from God, Christians when we need a breakthrough and a healing, Christians when it makes sense to us and we have room for it. No. Light us on fire, God. Light us on fire, God. Light us on fire for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's go higher, guys. Let's get into this next section. Listen, we got to get serious about the work of God. The days we're heading into, some of these nominal Christians who go to church once a month and you know live like the world the rest of the month, they're not going to make it. They might make it to heaven, but they're going to have hard times trying to live for God if they don't know God. The days are getting darker. We got to wake up and rise up. Amen. Come on, guys. Sharing is caring. Someone, your share could be the answer to someone's prayer. I want to get into this next segment. Now I need everybody to share this quickly, whatever platform you're on. Clubhouse. I should see those numbers going up if you're pinging. I know it's early. TikTok, Instagram. Let's get it going. Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Retweet. Listen. Listen, I've been reading the book of Acts for months, since maybe the middle of May. And I've been reading it over and over and over because the Holy Spirit told me to read it over and over and over again. And every time I read it, I get more and more and more and more. The word of God is not boring. It's brilliant. It'll shine a light on your mind. It'll illuminate revelation. And so several times, I don't have time to read all these, but if you go through it, there were several times, several times, several times when people were plotting to kill Paul. Sometimes it was obvious. They were shouting, kill him, kill him. See, sometimes the demonic attacks against us are obvious. Sometimes it's very obvious. Sometimes it's very clear. People are gossiping about you. It gets back to you. Well, that was exposed quickly. All right. The sickness in your body, well, you know, many times you, you don't have to any, any discernment to, to, to discern that. <laughs> you, know, you can see it. So sometimes the enemy plots, they're just straight up attacks. But sometimes the enemy is plotting against you, okay? And sometimes you don't know it until you know it, okay? And so we need to begin to pray that we would discern these attacks before they manifest. This happened in Paul's life over and over and over again. And as a matter of fact, he went to a whole other city one time because he discerned that there was a plot against him. So he just went somewhere else. But we see in Acts 23, I'll read you this, this one example just so we can get right back into prayer. We see that in Acts 23, they were plotting to kill Paul. And these there were some Jews and they actually formed a conspiracy and they, and they made an oath that we're going to kill Paul. And so they had this whole plot. They had this whole plot. They went to the uh, leading priests of the day and they said, you and the Sanhedrin petitioned the commander to bring Paul before you on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about his case. We are ready to kill him before he gets here. But what happened was, and this is, this is totally divine. Look at this. What happened was Paul's sister, the son of Paul's sister, Paul's nephew, heard about the plot. See, God, he, he's always trying to expose the enemy plot to you. It's, are we, are we discerning? Are we listening? Are we close enough to him to hear the warning? So Paul's nephew heard about the plot and he went and told Paul. 
Then Paul told one of the centurions. A centurion sent the young man to the commander, and the commander said, okay, I got it. Don't tell anybody you told me this. And they actually got Paul out of the city in the middle of the night with armed guards, troops, horses, the whole thing, so they could preserve his life. That plot was exposed. If that plot had not been exposed, then Paul may have been killed. Now, they've been trying to kill him since early on in, in his ministry. Over and over and over, they tried to kill him. Not all the plots were hidden. This plot was hidden, but guess what? It was exposed. And so God doesn't want these demonic plots against us to stay hidden. He wants them exposed before they manifest so that we can come against them and dismantle them, tear them down, destroy them before they destroy us. You understand? So we have to begin to ask God to expose these plots, to give us more discernment, to help surround us with people also who can see what we can't see because we all have blind spots. That's why you need to run in a company. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we repent for being dull of hearing. We repent, God. We repent, God, for, for just living our life without trying to navigate the realms of the Spirit with greater accuracy. Anything we've done to allow the enemy a toehold, a foothold, a stronghold in our life, we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us from all this unrighteousness, God. Help us. And Lord, you see, you see our hearts. You know that we want to do your will. So help us. Help us discern when the demon powers are coming to try to thwart us, to try to hinder us, to try to harass us, to try to kill us. Father, help us to discern the plots brewing in the spirit before they manifest in the natural. Help us, Lord, to see what the enemy is doing or is trying to do before he's successful in doing it. Or we don't want to be reacting all the time to the attack of the enemy. We don't want to be a people who are constantly on the defense. So, Lord, help us to get ahead of those devils. Help us to discern the plots and plans, not just of the demons, but the people that the demons are using to harm us, to kill us, to destroy us, to steal from us, to law file lawsuits against us, to try to take what's ours. Lord, help us to get ahead of the enemy. Help us, Lord, to see the plot and plan of the enemy before it even gets close to manifesting. So we can just Nip it in the bud so we can just shut it down immediately so that it doesn't ever have to even begin to brew. <laughs> Help us, Lord. We want to get ahead of the enemy. We want to see what he's doing and planning and plotting. We want to hear so that we can take authority in prayer. So that we can take authority in the spirit. So that we can take authority over these demons that are plotting to steal, kill, and destroy. We cannot afford any longer to live in reactionary mode. We cannot afford to have to constantly live cleaning up a mess the enemy made in our lives because we did not discern it before it happened. We don't want to live that way. Always running and, and always fighting and always being on the, the wrong side. Uh, the, the, in other words, being on the receiving end of the enemy's attack rather than being on the receiving end of your blessing. So help us today, God. Expose it so we can dismantle it. Expose it so we can dismantle it. Expose it so we can dismantle it. Because an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. 
An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. So Lord, help us. Help us. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. You are a good, good father. And you want to make a way for us, even in the midst of the attacks. You want to make a way for us, even in the midst of the sickness. You want to make a way for us to break through. You've paved the way. We want to get on your path. You've paved the way. We want to walk with you. We want to talk with you. Help us, Lord, to stop agreeing with the enemy and begin to break his power over our lives. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. God is good. He's trying to show us. He's trying to tell us. He's trying to warn us. He doesn't want us to be the brunt of the enemy's attack. He wants us to live in an ascended place. He wants us to live from a place seated in heavenly places with Christ. He wants us to live in a place of victory and a place of overcoming. He wants us to live that way. David never lost a battle. Joshua only lost one battle, and that was because there was sin in the camp. And as soon as he exposed it and got rid of it, There was no common ground with the enemy. I'm telling you, Jesus never lost a battle. He'll never lose a battle. Paul wrestled the beast at Ephesus and won. Yes, he was bloodied and beaten and shipwrecked, but he won. God never promised we wouldn't have trials or wouldn't have trouble, but we can't let the enemy win. I said, we can't let the enemy win. We can't give up in the midst of the battle just because we took a blow, just because we lost a car, just because we lost a house or a spouse or lost our mind. We can't give up in the middle of the battle. If we don't quit, we will win. So thank you, Lord, that you give us a determination today. Thank you, Lord, that you help us today to stand and have that apostolic grit to stand and withstand in the evil day. And when we've done all to stand, we don't want to be weak kneed and feeble. We don't want to faint in the day of adversity. We don't want to be a people who run away from the battle line, licking our wounds, hiding in a cave. We want to be strong in you and the power of your mind. And that's who we are. That's what we are, because that's who you say we are. So we will act like who you say we are, even if we don't feel like it. Come on, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we're going to act like who you say we are, even if we don't feel like it. We don't care how we feel. It's not about feelings. It's about faith. So thank you, Lord, that faith is rising in us now. Somebody need to go give the devil a black eye and praise God. Amen. Somebody need to go ahead, just give the devil a black eye and praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. He already defeated death, hell, and the grave. He already defeated the principalities and powers. He defeated it all. We got to begin to believe him. We got to believe to act, begin to act like who we are. We got to believe to walk with our head held high. I know some of you have been through hard times. I've been through hard times. Believe me, you. We're all in this together. We stand together. Amen. You can do this. You've got this. Whatever you're facing. Just keep believing in God. Keep doing your part. Keep binding the devil. Keep casting down the imaginations. Keep doing the natural things you need to do. Don't go sit in a corner and suck your thumb and feel sorry for yourself. That just attracts more demonic oppression. You don't want that. You're called to rise up and win. And you will win. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. I know many of you have had setbacks. I understand that. I remember one time I had a major setback in my life and the Lord said to me, it's just a setback. It's not your future. 
It's just a setback. It's not your future. Remember that when you're facing these, it's just a setback. It's not your future. It's just a setback. It's not your future. God has a future and a hope for you. The setback is a setup for a comeback, but you've got to do your part. You've got to not allow yourself to be discouraged. You've got to shake that off quickly. What I've learned is if you don't shake off the depression quickly the, 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 or the discouragement quickly, the discouragement will, will, will shake you up and you'll begin to question things that you once knew and your faith begins to wobble. And then the enemy comes, bam, and beats you up because your shield of faith is in the closet, not the prayer closet, but somewhere in a, in a, in a chest of drawers somewhere. We have to believe him. We got to believe him. We got to believe him. The greater things are coming. The greater works are coming. You can do this. You can stand and withstand. You can do it. That discouragement, you can't let it settle. I learned that long ago. I used to, have to deal with a lot of discouragement. And sometimes I still get discouraged. But what I've learned is I give myself 15, 20 minutes to sit there and process that feeling. Maybe I'll talk to somebody about it. Then I shake it off. I'm not going to sit there for days and weeks of my life being discouraged. Where the line of the tribe of Judah living in all inside of me. Amen. That's just the devil. That's just the devil. It's the pure devil. Where's all my prayer hub leaders? Listen, prayer hub leaders, I need you to be praying for me. You know, I'm praying for you every day. Prayer hub leaders, I need you to pray for me. The rest of you, I need more prayer warriors, guys. I am I've I've lost a lot of my prayer shield. I've lost a lot of my prayer shield. Just I'm uh, looking back over the last couple of years at the prayer wars we had, and many of them have moved away, or, or they, uh, some of them have passed away, and some of them have just strayed away from the Lord. And and so, you know, I need more prayer code. Please go to prayforjennifer.com and and sign up to be part of that. There'll be prayer prompts in there, and you can uh, share your prayers in that group as well. And that would really help me. I really need some strong prayer warriors standing with. We have new ground to take. Really need that prayer, guys. We're breaking through to another level. When I break through, you break through. Prayer up leaders, you're an awakening prayer up leader. My victory is your victory. Your victory is my victory. That's why I say hashtag we stand together. How do you become a prayer hub leader? You go to awakeningprayerhubs.com. Awakening, hello, Sylvia. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Check that out, guys. We stand together. I'm doing equipping in, in that group every week. We've got other leaders who are equipping. There's archives of teaching and encouragement and, and prayer quotes and inspiration. And there's regional meetings and state meetings. And there's all sorts of things going on in Awakening Prayer Hubs. We are, we are seeking to see revival, awakening, and the billion soul harvest. We want to see that end times revival. And it was going to require prayer. Every revival we've ever seen has started with two or three people praying. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. It's always about prayer. It's about prayer. It's about prayer. It's about prayer. It's about prayer. So go to awakeningprayers.com. If you want to join that movement, we're praying for our cities, our nations. We're praying for each other. We're standing together. Amen. Remember that uh, new book. If you guys want to mail a birthday card or anything like that to the to the ministry, you can do that at P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You can also, if you want to sow a seed into the ministry to uh, uh, forward the ministry, you can do that uh, at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. 
You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray and then follow the prompts to 754-701-2161. PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. And Father, I thank you for all those who are sowing, sowing prayers, sowing seeds, sowing shares. And as I do every day before I get on this broadcast, I just pray that you would help me to be more effective in interceding for them. Help me to pray for them in a way that impacts their lives. And God, multiply this seed back to the givers. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God is good. The Elijah Company, yes. The Elijah Company is October 6th through 8th with a mass deliverance service on the evening of the 8th. If you're watching online, you have to sign up for that mass deliverance service separately. But the Elijah Company is training for prophets and highly prophetic people. This is not your normal prophetic training, I promise you. These All the classes... We always have one or two that's extremely relevant for the moment of time we're in. We always study a little bit about Jesus, amen, because he's the prophet. And we do a lot of things in there. And uh, there's impartation service. There's a Q&A. There's lots of exercises. It's a safe place. It's a safe place. And I think it's about halfway full right now. I have to go uh, look again. Can you sign up if you're a prophetic intercessor? You can apply at globalpropheticcenter.com. Look for the Elijah Company. You can watch online. You come in person. It's a whole different experience. I'll put the video up somewhere at some time. I need to get all, get my uh, ducks in a row with that because there's just so much, so much power that was there this last time. This last time was a weekend of healing, power, and deliverance. It was good. Make sure, guys, you're following me on TikTok. Help me rise in those. Uh, help me rise up on TikTok. We're doing really well there. There's original content that goes out there. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, guys, and. Uh, Clubhouse, the TikTok. If you're not on that yet, that'd be a great thing to sign up for. But yeah, yeah, the global, uh, yeah, Elijah Company is at globalpropheticcenter.com, globalpropheticcenter.com. Make sure you get on my email list as well, in case all the social media should ever come down. You just never know. JenniferLeClaire.org or text the word profit, P R O P H E T, to 844 7640260. Text the word profit. P-R-O-P-H-E-T, 844-764-0260. We're looking for prayer hubs, leaders in Asia to sponsor. We just got a couple of new sponsorships. Uh, uh, and we're looking for prayer leaders in Asia to sponsor, especially in the Middle East. Especially in the Middle East. We're in Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates. We are in uh, Israel. We're in Israel, just planted a prayer hub in Israel. God is really sweeping through this prayer hubs movement right now. Um, but we need, we need, uh, we have a prayer hub in Tajikistan. I want to see the Middle East. There's just, oof, I want to, I'd love to see a prayer hub in Sudan and Iran. Of course, Sudan's in Africa. So if you're in one of those nations and you're a prayer warrior and you want to get equipped and you will really, no, can I sponsor you in upstate New York? No, we do not sponsor prayer hubs in the United States. Our sponsors are not interested in sponsoring prayer leaders in the U.S. You can you can handle that yourself. 
We're looking at third world nations where God wants to bring revival and we want to help bring those people into the community. So if you're in America, please don't apply for a sponsorship. Our sponsors won't, uh, won't sponsor you if you're in America. This is the richest nation in the world. And so we want to have those prayer hubs uh, in uh, nations that can't, that can't stand on their own. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. All right. Well, I love you guys. And I will see you on the flip side. Have a breakthrough day.